So Peter was the man that, you know, actually denied Christ, right? So he had done a big boo-boo, <laughs> right? He kind of failed. And after in John chapter 21, you'll see about the all-nighter that we discussed with the fish and then Jesus preparing food for them. Um, it's Peter's restoration in verse 15, where basically Jesus recommissions him. So I want to start with that, you know, even through his failures, oftentimes when we fail, we kind of disqualify ourselves. But Peter, he had a repentant heart, didn't he? He, he, he wept and he repented. And, and Jesus basically recommissions him, repositions him and says, Hey, if you love me, then you will feed my sheep. And he asked him over and over again. He said, then feed my sheep and follow me if you love me. Because um, those, those were his last words to him in, in verse 19 of this section. He said, well, then follow me. And uh, so I was thinking about that this morning. And then as I read a little further on, When they were following Christ at this moment, after Jesus basically recommissions him, and I'm sure it's in front of others, so it was like a like a recommendation from the king, you know? Mm -hmm. You're not disqualified. You've come back through the right channel with a humble heart. You've realized, and so you're you're good to go again. You know, so that's the one thing I want us to remember this morning. That wherever we've been, wherever disqualification that we've done to ourselves, not God. But to ourselves, you can you need to reset that. Like we spoke about yesterday, that's right. We gotta get the right mindset. We gotta get the right you gotta take those stabilizers off. You know, where where our minds have been gone off. We have to get back on the saddle if you like. But I found this bit interesting in verse twenty. So Peter turned around, and this is uh, chapter twenty one of John. Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciples that Jesus loved. He's talking about John. The one who had leaned over to Jesus during supper and asked, this is the one that reclined on the supper table. Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? Isn't that interesting? After he's recommissioned, I can, I can hear two sides of the story here. One is concern for this guy whom Jesus loved, and the other is maybe a little gnarly. Right? Can you hear that in his voice? He's looking and he's like, how about that guy? What about him? Um, he's the one that asked who would betray you. And then that's how I kind of ended up in that circle, you know? And I want you to notice in this bit, um, you know, he wasn't minding his own business any longer at this point. You know, and I want us to remember today, I've just felt God say, mind your own business, mind your own duty. Peter had just been given forgiveness. He'd just been forgiven and then recommissioned. There's one thing to be forgiven. There's another thing to then say, be reinstated. Get back on the saddle and ride in the way that you're called to ride without any fear, without any condemnation. And, uh, and then I find it interesting. So just bear this in mind about the story of where this has just come through. Verse 22, Jesus then replies, to this, I don't know, I, I, it's hard to kind of tell how, I think there's concern in Peter, but also a little bit gnarly. 
You know, there's the guy that called me out. Or I'm watching that dude. Jesus replied, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. I mean, that's the New Living Translation version, right? And it's, it's so direct. You know, Jesus is basically saying, mind your own business, man. If, if I wanted him to stay alive, like for all of eternity, what does it matter to you? What are you doing, Peter? What are you looking at? Have you, have you just forgotten what I just told you to do? If you love me, then feed my sheep. I've just recommissioned you. I've just reinstated your position. In, in the ESV, it says that Jesus said to him, If it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. Do you hear the tone in Jesus' voice? It's a little frustrated. You know, like, come on, buddy. Really? Are you serious? You see, Jesus wants us to have our eyes fixed on him. How easy is it to have our eyes fixed on others? We can so easily do that. We can so easily look to our neighbor. They have more, they have less, they think different, they think this. Why are they like that? Why do they have that and we don't? Why are they working in such a manner and I'm not? Jesus said, leave that up to me. It's up to me and them. It's not for you to judge, right? It's not for you to even look. I want your mind on me. I want you to ride the bicycle, the life, like we said yesterday, that I've given you. Feed my sheep that I, I've commissioned you. Mind your own business. So then the rumor spread among the community of believers that this disciple wouldn't die. Obviously, they're like, Ooh, this is the one that Jesus loved. He's never going to die, you know. And, uh, but that isn't what Jesus said at all. He only said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? Basically saying, listen, it's up to me. It's not up to you. What your brethren does is not up to you. That's up to God. And I want us today to kind of remain in that place. Like I said yesterday, let's ride. But let's not get distracted as we ride. Don't start looking left and right and going, hey, what's Rosie up to today? What are you doing? Why are you so blah, blah, blah? Do you know? God wants us to remember that we have been redeemed. We're a new creation. You know, we have been recommissioned in essence. God has called us specifically. So we need to focus on our duty. And that duty is solely to the Lord. Not to another man, another woman, or some other goal in life. You know, you think about it, um, I think about it as a father and I think about the uh, my children and some of the things as they get older is they're focusing on others constantly what others have what others don't have how others do things and then their judgment falls either on that or on themselves or on the people they're with because they're not looking to God and just like us as adults it's like you know 
It's like we act like babies sometimes because we take our eyes off God. We act, you know, and, and we can all be guilty of this. You know, all of us. And I want us to remember, God said, follow me. What is it to you, what he does? If I get him to live for eternity and never dying, what he actually meant there is John actually never got martyred like Peter did. When he called Peter, he was like, look, look man, you're going to do great things, but you're going to die a horrific death for me. You're going to have the highest calling in that sense that you're going to be martyred in my name. John actually died. I mean, he got in trouble, but he died a normal death in bed as an old man. But regardless of that fact, it wasn't for Peter to discuss. And Jesus was just trying to remind him, buddy, look at me. You know, you can almost see him physically going, no, 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 no. Grabbing his face and saying, this way. You know, turning his head this way. Well, what about, no, 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 this way. Well, that guy there, he was the one that did, no, no, this way. That's our lives at times. The distraction of others, the distraction of things. And I believe it's not just, you know, other people. But in this instance, Jesus is clearly saying, mind your own business. You know, and that's what I want to talk about today. Let's mind our own business. Don't compare this to other works other people I don't want to compare even to one another let's celebrate one another say ah oh, Leanne you've got this gift of worship and and uh, you know and love all right let's celebrate that rather than saying well I want what I, I, why does she have that and I don't you know Henry why is Henry so good at this evangelism what makes him so special leaning back at the t table with Jesus chilling on his chest what do you think you are you know, we could get like that. And think about church. Where does church strife often come from? It's jealousy of another person's uh, calling or their position. or Oh, it's like a slippery ladder. I don't know about you, but it makes me nauseous when I, when I see people doing that, you know? And then I think, well, let's make sure I don't get to be one of those people. You know, because, it, all right, well, then just let it be. If that's their chase, that's between them and the Lord. But as for me and my household, what have I been called to do? To serve the Lord. What did Jesus call me to do? He said to follow me. That's where I am right at this moment. So I'm going to focus on that. I'm not going to focus on others and other things. You know, so today I just want us to kind of think on that. I mean, you look at what we've just studied over the last couple of weeks. From doing all-nighters to the restoration of Peter. Uh, in public even you know I mean Jesus even says this in verse 18 because he obviously Jesus knew what Peter was going to ask clearly right and this is in verse 18 and in verse 22 is when Jesus says mind your own business basically what is it to you but in verse 18 he tells Peter this after he says then feed my sheep I tell you the truth when you were young you were able to do as you liked you dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go but when you're old you will stretch out your hands out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go Jesus said this to let him know by what kind of death he would glorify God then Jesus told him follow me so Jesus is saying there are times when we have seasons change you know, there is a time when we are more like babies. And then there's a time where we're more like youth and we have more strength. And then there comes a time when we need others' help. 
there comes a time when we fulfill our calling. But Jesus is basically saying there's a linear movement here. But the key focus point in your life is to follow me. Don't look at other things. Wherever you've been, I mean, he's basically saying when you're young, you're able to do as you liked. Like, well, you had the fr freedom and you had some good choices, you had some bad choices. You can kind of hear the father's heart there. Son, you know, but uh, look at me. This is where it comes back, repentance and following me. Um, so mind your own business. I've called you. It's a personal deal. You know, and so this week as we move forward, and I want us to ride with all power, with all our ability. But we've just got to remember to just keep focus on what God has called us specifically to do. Each role that we have here is critical because that's what God has called us to do. You know, let's not get distracted by hurts, by pains, by, by anger, maybe even by jealousy. I don't know what it is. The things that we suffer as, as men and women. You know, um, take that thought captive like we said yesterday. Get rid of it quickly and follow him. Jesus is himself saying, follow me. He keeps saying it. Love my sheep. You know, if you love me, then feed my sheep. Follow me. So, yeah, this week, let's keep our focus on Christ and mind our own business.